Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And welcome to another edition of Nature Notes with our naturalist friend Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and those folks that uh, make the best patio furniture in the whole world. It's called By the Yard. We'll talk to Jim in seconds. I want to talk a little bit of some fall birding tips from Pam and Lee at Cardinal Corner. They're suggesting keep out the bird baths. You might put out white millet to attract those migrating birds, and please keep the bird feeders clean to prevent diseases. Now, if you're starting your holiday gift shopping already, many people are, you must stop by Cardinal Corner. They have a huge selection of beautiful bird baths, nature gifts, unique art, handbags. They've got jewelry, home and kitchen decor. You really have to see the store for yourself. And the birds border, they love the seed from Cardinal Corner because it is the freshest. And if you haven't subscribed yet to their monthly newsletter, all kinds of great tips. It's free. Subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. By the way, Cardinal Corner is open seven days a week. Stop in. See Lee and Pam in West St. Paul, Butler in South Robert, Amy is at the Newport Center location, 651-455-6556, or online, as we said, cardinalcorner.com. You're going to find out that Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store. And good morning to you, Jim, officially 28, which is <laughs> they're predicting is our high for today. You know, isn't that crazy? The high for today is, is now. But, you know, I, I, I had to go out and look twice. Our thermometer also says 28 here. Uh-huh. And we're overcast, and we have this northwest, and I call it a breeze rather than a wind. It's not very strong. But uh, it's, it actually is crazy, but it actually seemed kind of warm. After, after yesterday's morning, we had plus six here on the northwest side of Lake Waconia, um, calling, you know, 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. Wow. Uh, I looked at our feeding station just just a couple of minutes ago, and already there were morning doves, dark-eyed juncos, northern cardinals, and, of course, the black-capped chickadees were there, and I heard them saying, chickadee-dee-dee. You know, um, Danny, Sandy, and I are looking forward to the hosting the trip to France. Oh, that sounds like August. A, that sounds like yeah. a great trip. I know August third to the twelfth. And you know, for more information, just visit Define Destinations, DefineDestination dot com or call six five one three nine eight nine three five eight. Also today I will be at the vacation and travel experience at the Minneapolis Convention Center from noon to two with Michael Kenny and his travel company, Define Destinations. The show runs uh, today from 10 to 4. Sunrise today, 7.05, set 4.48. So today in the Twin Season area, we have 9 hours and 43 minutes of daylight. <clears throat> we are losing daylight at the rate of about 2.5 minutes per day and have lost 18 minutes of daylight since last Sunday. 
and five hours and 53 minutes, almost six hours, is a total amount of daylight lost since the summer solstice on June 21st. Today, November 11th, we have about the same amount of daylight as last January 29th. The normal high for today, 44, normal low, 29. Records for today, November 11th in the Twin Cities, high, 64, set in 2005. Low, minus 1, set in 1986. The most rain, well, actually, it's melted down precipitation. 1940, 2.52 inches. And on 1940, on this date, November 11th, the the Twin Cities received 8.2 inches of snow. Now, this was the infamous Armistice Day blizzard of 1940 that got started November 11th and continued into November 12th. And it was, you know, just one of those um, terrible uh, storms that came up. Uh, I think it was 59 people lost their lives, many along the Mississippi River. They were out duck hunting, and they couldn't get off the islands. The Twin Cities end up receiving a little less than 20 inches of, of snow, but other areas in the upper Midwest receive much more. There's all kinds of things happening outside right now. The native bittersweet vines show orange-red fruit. Winterberry fruit is bright red, while rose hips are an attractive red color. Just think, last Tuesday, November 6th, there were still a few late petunias and other flowers in our yards. I picked and ate a Harrelson apple and a honeygold apple off David and Peggy Phelps, that they're our next-door neighbors, off their backyard trees. Weeping willow trees were displaying golden yellow leaves. Now, a lot of these leaves just froze on the trees. And uh, I noticed um, just yesterday um, there's a, a tree with, oh, kind of gray-green leaves called Russian olive. Those leaves are just falling off the trees. So were lilac leaves falling off the shrubs. Last Tuesday, November 6th, we experienced way below normal temperatures um, or since last, since the 6th. The last three days, we were below freezing. We never got above 32. Heated bird bass and crabapple fruit invite flocks of Canada, excuse me, of cedar waxwings. Short-tailed weasels are now all white except for the tips of their tails, which remain black. Having turned white, they're, they're you know, waiting for this first snowfall, of course, and we've got that now. But weasels in white are called ermines. Rutabagas and parsnips sweetened by the frost can be dug for deli- delicious eating right now or stored for winter use. Much of the information on climate Weather history, astronomy, phonology that I'm using again this morning is from the Freshwater Society's Minnesota Weather Guide and Environment Calendars. The 2019 editions of both the Wall and Engagement Calendars are available at book, gift, and wild bird stores throughout Minnesota and western Wisconsin, including the Hennepin County Library in Minnetonka, the History Center Museum Store in St. Paul, 
Kelsey's Wild Bird Store in North, North Oaks, and the Lake Country Booksellers at White Bear Lake. I think the weather guide is great. You know, not just because I have a part of it, but it's one of those gems of, of Minnesota. Um, ice begins to form on ponds and lakes the first calm, freezing day or night after a pond or lake reaches 39 degrees throughout. The temperature, and that's the temperature where water is the most dense. Now, the lighter water will stay on the top. So when it reaches 32, ice forms. The ice out dates for a lake, ice out date for a lake or a pond, is the first day when at least 90% of this lake or pond is frozen over and stays frozen over. If you'd like to report a freeze-up date for a Minnesota lake, record the date when at least 90% of the lake becomes ice-covered and stays ice-covered. That's the important part, stays ice-covered. I don't know what's going to happen in these early ones here, but we'll see. Also include the county nearest town or city, along with the name of the lake, and email to the Minnesota State Climatology Office. And it's pretty simple email address, climate at UMN for University of Minnesota, climate at umn.edu. And you could add your information to all this valuable information we got. And, Denny, I should tell you, already hundreds of Minnesota lakes are frozen over. I believe it. Totally amazing. Now, you, And, again, the warning, warn children, warn everybody, stay off the ice. Four inches of new solid ice is needed to walk on. I'm going to give you a few examples of lakes around the state that are frozen over. John Crandall reports that Mile Lake at Baxter froze over November 8th. Scott Blixt from Montgomery said that's in LeSueur County. Rice Lake froze over there November 9th. Mike Check from Pequot Lakes, that's Crow Wing County, said Sibley Lake there froze over on the 9th. Little Sand Lake in Cass County near Reamer uh, froze over on the 9th, according to Mike Horn. Matt Amundsen reports that Lake Hendricks, that's in Lincoln County, way on the South Dakota border in, uh, in southwestern Minnesota, froze over November 10th. Diana Herring reports from, she was in Faribault yesterday. Cannon Lake was frozen over on uh, November 10th. And uh, right, right around here, we've got Hilks Lake, Swede Lake, Steiger Lake, um, Galpin Lake in Excelsior, all froze over yesterday. My brother, David, uh, lives at Lake George, Minnesota, just seven miles east of Itasca State Park. Lake George froze over uh, yesterday. Totally amazing. And I, I called um, uh, last night uh, to... Uh, into way into southern Minnesota, and I got freeze updates for North Silver Lake, Iowa Lake, East Chain, Rose, Wilmot, Bright, Clear, and other ones, and they all froze over yesterday. Totally amazing again that we have this early, early uh, freeze up time. So, um, where do we go from here? Why don't we talk about by the yard? I think that's a great idea. I was looking at the snow on <laughs> our by the yard yeah, yesterday. Jim and I love this furniture, and I don't not just because it's such a green company, still family run, 
down in Jordan, Minnesota. They make out of recycled plastic milk jugs, this furniture we've told you about for years, and it's totally maintenance-free. You set it, forget it. I know, Jim, you and I never have had to paint it or stain it, right? Uh, that's right. Yeah, it, it just you leave it outside. That, that's another neat thing about it. It's, again, uh, it's, in my opinion, the best furniture you money can buy. You just keep adding to it. It's got like a 35-year warranty. They, and this, it's hard to believe, Jim, that we're talking about gift-giving season already. I know. It really is. <laughs> They've got uh, uh, something new. Adirondack cup holders are new this year. They make a great gift, $49 for that. Uh, accent tables, gliding ottomans are in high demand during gift-giving time. Now, if you don't already own By the Yard, Jim and I urge you, start and tell you, uh, December 10th, it starts then, a great time to order because for every $100 you spend, you're going to receive a free $10 by the yard gift card you can use after the first of the year. Order before uh, December 31st, if you know what you want especially. Take advantage of 2018 prices. Remember, December 10, the start of the annual gift card promotion. So if you want to get a free color catalog and see what Jim and I have told you about for years, get on the web, buytheyard.net, buytheyard.net. It's got directions to the showroom right down 169. You're going to love that furniture just as much as Jim and I do. All right, Jim, what else do you have this morning? Well, you know that report with all those lakes, and he's got, he's got many more from Paul Grusing. And, Paul, and this is, this is uh, into Martin County, right on the Iowa border there. But um, he said he saw a 13-line ground squirrel that was still active and out and about on November 8th. And that's another one of those incredible things. Um, the first monarch butterflies have arrived at their wintering site in Mexico. Elizabeth Howard and Julie Brophy, who work for Journey North, an educational Internet program that helps elementary and secondary education students and us adults to learn about animal migrations. The, these people note that that another um, Journey North observer, Estella Romero, reported from Angangueo, Michoacan, Mexico, that's west of Mexico City in the mountains, that the first monarch butterfly arrived when the clouds finally cleared on Tuesday, November 6th. It was cold, cloudy, and rainy, and that slowed the monarch's arrival. The first monarchs usually arrived October 30th, the 31st, or November 1st. On Wednesday, November 7th, massive numbers of monarch butterflies arrived into the wintering sanctuaries near Angangueo and other sanctuaries in that area. So now we know the monarchs have arrived in their to their winter home. Um. I saw my first migrating tundra swans. As a matter of fact, I heard them, the muffled musical whistle of these tundra swans coming from above the Arctic Circle. I, I saw a big V formation come over Lake Waconia heading southeast this last Wednesday, November 7th. By Saturday the 10th, Steve Howdick reports that thousands of migrating tundra swans had arrived on the Mississippi River and backwaters south of Brownsville. Thousands of these beautiful swans can be seen from the Overlook, three miles south of Brownsville. By November 8th, that's Thursday, a few hundred swans had arrived near Brownsville, according to Martha Douglas, and now it's thousands. Uh, Greg Munson reports that 
uh, from his cabin in the backwaters of the Mississippi River and the Weaver Bottoms, that's between Weaver and Kellogg, on November 8th, he heard and saw dozens of groups of tundra swans. On November 9th, that's Friday, uh, Sue Nevin heard and saw a large V formation of tundra swans flying over St. Anthony Park and St. Paul and heading east. And also last Friday, uh, Gary Suter, Suber, I think it is, observed three massive um, V formations of tundra swans passing just below the cloud deck at Central and Lowry in northeast Minneapolis. And, of course, they were heading southeast down to the Mississippi River and eventually down to the Weaver Bottoms or to, um, to Brownsville, just south of Brownsville. Do we have time for a few more? Yes, we do. We have about uh, two, three minutes. Okay. Um, Diane and Dave Hearing live near Waterville. Report that was just plus two there yesterday morning. And uh, on Friday, uh, Diana went out walking with her dog and saw nice tracks, the first tracking in the snow. She saw deer tracks, mouse tracks, rabbit, um, wild turkey, even coyote tracks. Just amazing what you, what you can learn when you look at these tracks. Then she happened to drive by Cicada Bay, that was yesterday, um, of Lake Cicada, and it was frozen over, just the bay there. But Cannon Lake, which, which she went to next, on the edge of Faribault, was frozen over as, as of yesterday morning. Ray and Marlene Simon, who live near the Cannon River on the edge of Northfield, report hearing duet hooting of the great horned owls every night this past week. Sixteen species of birds are coming to their feeding station, including at least eight cardinals, lots of juncos, lots, lots of white-throated sparrows. Jim Hubda uh, lives near Rice, Minnesota. Um, that's the north of St. Cloud, up to nine northern cardinals at his feeding station. He said that's the most we've ever had at one time. Art and Barb Straub from Lesur report yesterday, Saturday, November 10th, and two days before that, a Baltimore Oriole had been eating frozen grape jelly at a feeding station about two blocks from their home. Now, the last report we had of a Baltimore Oriole was September, well, it's one September 15th, another September 16th. So that's really, really late. Um, Mary Brislance from Luton reports Bohemian waxwings, pine grosbeaks, American robins are feeding on the mountain ash. That's a native mountain ash uh, trees in that area, in Lutzen, and, and, uh, and in fact, as a matter of fact, right in Grand Marais. They had, she's got three inches of snow on the ground there already. Tom Bovers from Faribault, November 7th, and, and Lisa too. November 7th, first rough-legged hawk came with the northwest winds. He said on November 7th, um, Canada geese and ducks were migrating northwest to southeast, and a good deal of the water fall migrated through that day. He um, saw first snow goose on November 8th, and uh, strong winds and flurries and the first tundra swans uh, came over there on November 9th. And he, he also knows freeze-up of Cannon Lake at percent 
as of yesterday. And before we go, Jim, one text came in. Good morning. It says, still have one male bluebird at my mealworm feeder and heated bird bath this morning in South White Bear Lake. That's this morning. Great. That's right. a good one. All right. Well, let's talk more next week. Look forward to it. Have Thank a good you. Have a good week. You too, Jim. Thanks very much. Jim Gilbert back with Nature Notes next Sunday morning here on News Talk 830 WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.